Hello, Wizards fans, and welcome to another episode of the Off the Bench podcast presented by the Alibaba Group. I am Jackson Filio, joined by Chris Gehring, and on the phone, Zach Rosen, on the road with the team. Um, going to be a little bit of a different episode today. Uh, not going to talk as much basketball as we normally do on here, and uh, just kind of reflect a little bit on the career and legacy of Kobe Bryant, who we obviously lost tragically yesterday in a helicopter accident with his daughter and, and seven others. Um, you know, I think it goes without saying, guys, I, you know, how much he means to the basketball world. That was all very obvious in the last 24 hours. And, um, you know, we all, you know, have seen different parts of his career and have a, a different relationship with him and his legacy and his memories. And, um, you know, when he, you know, came into our lives very loosely, obviously, um, you know, compared to, you know, some of the other guys that we're actually going to hear from at the end of this episode, we're going to include coach Brooks and a couple of the players and, and their thoughts and everything that they said following last night's game against Atlanta. Um, and you know, th- that's what we want this one to be is just remembering Kobe and what he was and what he meant to basketball. So we'll just start there, I guess with you, Chris, when you think Kobe Bryant, what what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? Yeah, it's, it's weird because it's one of those things that he is such a larger than life figure, both on the basketball court and off the basketball court. And so many people shared the same sentiment yesterday that it seemed like the next big part of his life was, was literally just starting with mentoring others, mentoring his own family, his relationship with his family and his daughters. Um, it, that, those are the things that are truly heartbreaking. And from our, from our standpoint as fans, it's just, it's something that did not seem real for at least 24 hours. And quite honestly, it, it still doesn't really feel real. He was one of those people that on the court, when we got to know him as kids watching basketball, he was the invincible one. He was the one that would take any challenge, no matter what. And um, to see it all, all the the news unfold yesterday was it was truly heartbreaking. And then to watch and hear from others who knew him very well, who were friends of his, um, people who had learned so much from him personally, uh, that that I think that hurt even more, just because obviously. None of us knew him or had a personal relationship, but watching those who did uh, just remember him that way right off right off the bat, all the raw emotion was it was a it was a really really hard day for everybody involved yesterday. Rosen, you were you know have been around a lot of these guys before. You travel with the team a great deal, and I, I think there you know there was a sense of disbelief um, from basically everybody in. The basketball community but uh you know you were actually on the ground with the guys around the team um take us through a little bit of what those first few hours were like when the news was starting to spread it was yeah like you said it was shocking there was not clarity about confirming what had taken place and obviously there the tmz report in itself was by the time every player arrived was just about confirmed, I would say, by uh, Woj or um, other sources. The extent of what had happened and who was involved still wasn't clear until about 30 minutes before tip where we learned that Gigi was indeed on the flight with Kobe and the others, other seven 
individuals who lost their lives. Uh, it was just really an unprecedented uh, experience, I would say. I mean, as you'll hear, either of these guys played with Kobe, grew up idolizing him, or knew him or played against him. So he's just a, he's a cultural icon for not only the world, but specifically, you know, kids growing up who want to play basketball in the inner city, um, internationally. It's He was more than just a player. I mean, one of the first jerseys I ever had was a Kobe Bryant jersey. I remember growing up as a Milwaukee Bucks fan. Every time they played Kobe, he would just go off, and you were just afraid of him. It was kind of like him, Allen Iverson, uh, and a few others, no matter what happened, you knew they were going to do everything in their power to beat you. Um, the run he wound with Shaq in the early 2000s, and really just he had a very complex career, but he was a cultural icon, so much left in his life to accomplish. It was just very sad. Um, I took, obviously, a very big step back. Uh, it, was, it was difficult to, you know, figure out what we wanted to do as an organization. And then, you know, talking with the Hawks, how we wanted to work together to handle it properly, you know, communicating all over the organization to figure out what was best. And then after the game, you know, making sure guys are comfortable speaking. You know, John Wall didn't want to talk. He was, you know, it's been an emotional month for him. Brad said he was comfortable. Troy as well in IT. IT was especially close to Kobe, um, especially with what he's gone through the last couple of years. So... Um, it was it was difficult. It was a really kind of out of body experience in a way. Um, and then you know the game just didn't matter. It was everyone was so rattled. A lot of the guys didn't want to play in the game. Understandably, they were just so overcome with emotion. You obviously saw the clip of Brad crying on the bench before the game. I mean, I was standing right there, and it was just really hard to watch. Um, and I I don't really know how to describe it. Otherwise, I mean, especially. We're, we're arriving and they're maybe considering canceling the games and it's like how can you possibly prepare you know Lloyd Pierce and Scott Brooks both had really touching words to say before the game they ended up meeting a little you know behind the scenes they met in our locker room to discuss the eight and a 24 second violations um, to honor Kobe and the Trey Young tribute was awesome wearing number eight so uh, it was just a surreal experience and you know, hopefully for all these guys, they can, you know, mourn today. We had practice, but the rest of their day, you know, just talk to their loved ones and really, you know, honor his legacy moving forward. Yeah, I think it's, you know, really fascinating when you consider where Kobe fell in, in the timeline of NBA history. And it was Brad that said it post game, saying, you know, he's our Jordan. And Kobe, for a lot of people, really served as that transition piece between the Jordan era and you know this new blossoming era of you know NBA basketball that we have now Kobe for almost a decade occupied you know that space as the unquestioned best player in the league um, by almost every metric statistically um, trophies uh, you know motivating young players and having different generations look up to him whether it's you know guys that are playing in the NBA or you know fans that aren't all the way down to little kids wearing his jersey and everything else and you hear that in the words of the players around the league this wasn't just um, somebody that they played against 
um, it was somebody that they genuinely looked up to. Um, and I think it's rare for those sentiments to be shared with somebody you're sharing the court with. I, I, th- I think a lot of guys are, are willing to cop to and admit awe at players that played before them. It, it doesn't take a lot for guys to you know, say that they're in awe of Michael Jordan because he, he played before them, and it's not conceding any bit of your competitive spirit. But Kobe was one of those guys where they lined up against him and everyone was willing to say he could not be stopped. He was the one that he, he just he was playing a different game physically, mentally, emotionally. He approached it far different than, you know, really anybody else had prior to, you know, not counting Michael Jordan. I think they were, they were obviously compared um, quite a bit throughout their career from the way they approached the game. But, um, you know, everything you need to know about Kobe Bryant's legacy, you heard from the, the players and, and what they said last night. Yeah, it, it, it was... They, they summed it up perfectly because they were there in the ultimately it's this, such a unique position to have followed him, literally followed him into the league, gotten to play against him, gotten to know him. Um, yeah, he was he was the definition of greatness for a generation. He was what greatness looked like for for guys like Brad, guys like John and IT. And um, it's just really, really hard to see them go. But we'll We'll, uh, Rosen, if you have any other thoughts, we'll we'll get to um, the full players' comments um, right after this. But uh, if you have any closing thoughts, it was just a, a difficult day, and now we uh, we'll get to moving along, and we'll play more basketball. And I know that the league will obviously the be- the beginning of honoring his legacy really uh, is is in his infancy. Yeah, we're we're gonna be you know tested I think as an organization as a league to to you know try to figure out what we can learn from this and apply it to what we do whether it's you know what we do on a micro level what the team does at more of a macro level um, it, it's crazy to just the way that all this content has been preserved like throughout time like during his career after it it's so crazy it's like he's still here um and I mean, really, that's how the world's going to be moving forward. It's like there's so much stuff digitally um, to kind of like relive these guys' glory days. Um, and I think the other thing, my last thought was just his impact that he was starting to make on women's basketball was so profound. And as us, you know, home of the WNBA champion Mystics, I think hopefully that that legacy of what he wanted to, to bring to women's basketball and his post career with Gigi. Uh, hopefully will will have an impact for a long time. Yeah, well, we're going to leave it at that in terms of you know reflecting on him and his legacy, but as you guys said, this is this is just the beginning of a league paying tribute to um a man and a legacy that is going to deserve every bit of it. Um for the team, they're going to wrap up the road trip tomorrow night in Milwaukee. We will touch on that and other basketball matters. Uh later in the week on another episode um but we're gonna wrap this one up here uh and let you guys hear from scott brooks brad beal it uh and troy brown jr and um and their thoughts on kobe and where he stands in history and uh and what he meant to them as players and and men so for that we'll we'll talk to you guys later in the week
it's a tough day for everybody. He's um, obviously one of the great sports legends of, of any sport. Um, pray for his family, his friends, and all the, all the fans across the world. It's uh, tough. How difficult is going to be for you to be coach this game? Well, it's going to be difficult for everybody. Um, we'll all do our job and honor and pay our respects. Do you wish this game was canceled? Um, it's not my decision to make. Um, we, I mean, we get an opportunity to play the game that we love, and we get the honor and and we're all fortunate to be able to do what we do. Do you have anything about Kobe that you want to say? Mm, not at the moment. I had a lot of great memories as my daughter and went to the same school as his kids went to, so. I didn't live too far from him. I spent the um, time with him in the off season from time to time. Uh, it's just, I mean, words can't describe and it doesn't do any justice of who he is and how he impacted uh, the sports world. Uh, it's just not basketball. The guy had a mentality that uh, you want your team to play with and the toughness, the determination uh, there's no injury. Even when he tore his Achilles, he got up there and shot a couple of free throws and wanted the trainer to put it back together so he can finish up the game. But uh, not many guys, uh, if any, played the game better. There's no formula on how to coach a game like today, but how about just the guys in the locker room? Uh, I'm sure it's going to be tough. I've talked to a few of them. It's, uh, I mean, my generation, it was Dr. J. Um, and then maybe Michael Jordan was a little bit after. And then the generation now is, is Kobe. I mean, he's, he's exactly what everybody uh, dreamed about playing on the playground. And he was the guy guarding you, I'm sure. Dr. J was my guy guarding me when I made every last second shot. And I'm sure Kobe is everybody's defender and everybody's last second shot on the make-believe NBA playground. Uh, it's it's going to be tough, um, but we're going to honor him and do the best we can. Uh, it's a sad day and uh, for every everyone. Thanks. Uh, first praise my and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, it was a super emotional day for sure for everybody for the whole league. Um, you know, it's kind of like a numbing feeling. You don't want to believe it. You know, we all grew up watching them. You know, admiring them. You know, everybody has their own opinion about him, but he did have a change in his game. He changed the game. You know, and he had a huge impact on it, and especially on me being his position, being. You know, somebody I also looked up to, and just his mentality, his hunger, his drive. You know, and you couldn't teach that. And kind of, 
I'm in a little weird limbo because I had a chance to work out with him this past summer and I turned it down because of the birth of my son. But it's kind of crazy just thinking about it, like if I just had that opportunity to just learn a little bit. It's two minutes, five minutes. It's crazy to know that he wanted to work with me, to know that he wanted, you know, to instill the game in me. It's funny because whenever somebody asks me who's the hardest person to guard, it's always say Kobe. And I say that because of his footwork. And I feel like in my head, I have some of the best footwork in the league. And it's because I watch him and I watch Jordan. And, you know, those are two, you know, some of the best guys with the best footwork to ever play the game. And, uh, you know, I still say that to this day, he was one of the toughest to guard. You know, he was able to know his spots, get to him. He was strong, just physical, shoot the ball. He was just one of the best to ever touch a ball. And it's, it's a blessing and honor to be able to, to say that I got the chance to play against him. It's unbelievable. You know, it's, it's, it's one to you know, to really admire and to really cherish. And, um, you know, with the goals he set and the accomplishments he's had, you know, his accolades, you know, on the floor are great, but, you know, who he was off the floor, he's a father first, he's a husband. Like, I'm a husband, I'm a father. Like, I understand that in that perspective, and I feel for the family, I feel for the kids, I feel for everybody. And it's, it's a tough position to be in, you know, and. Jeez, you never wish that upon anybody. You, you damn sure don't want it to happen to your own family. And, you know, there's a time that we know you just never know when it's your time. And, but you can't say that he left a hell of a legacy behind, one that everybody should respect and honor, for sure. It's, you know, he, it's tough. You know, everybody has their own opinion about Kobe. You know, some are good, some are bad. And, but at the end of the day, I feel like there's way more positive than negative, you know. and. Uh, just of what he's done for the game, you know, just his approach to the game, his confidence. Like, it's not cockiness, he's confident in himself. Like, it's just, those are all things I admire. I think we all admire, you know. We all say Mamba mentality, like, that's him. You know, he created that. And Black Mamba, like, that's all him. Like, that's, his legacy will live on forever, man. Like, he's an he's a true icon. You know, I respect him, I respect his family. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's really unfortunate. Sure. It was rough. It was rough. And I know it was, was going to be tough for the whole league because we all grew up watching him. You know, this is somebody we grew up watching. There was, he was our Jordan, you know, so to speak, growing up. And, uh, and hell, half of us got the chance to play with him and play against him. So I know it hits home with everybody around the league. You know, he had a huge impact on the game. Like when you say Lakers, you mention Kobe's name. You know, and yeah, yeah. He's meant everything to me. I mean, I started basketball because of Kobe Bryant. So it's like, I just had talked to him last week. It's got hurts. 2017, I lose my sister. 2019, I lose one of my best friends and Nipsey Hussle. And then to lose a mentor of mine, like, Like that's that's bigger than basketball. I mean, he's the greatest of all time in life and in basketball. That's how much I looked up to him. So his legacy is going to live forever. But this was a dent in everybody's life that he's touched for sure.
Um, I mean, I admired him from afar. And then I think he respects people's work ethic when um, I just slowly built a relationship with him on the court. And when I got to Boston, it got a little closer where it was off the court. And then my sister passed away, and that's when it got real closer. And he was, he was one of them people that was there for me in my corner. And then I got injured. He was one of those guys that was there for me the whole time, helping me through mentally. So like I said, it's, it's bigger than it's bigger than basketball and that. It's hard to even talk about it. Like the NBA should have just canceled all the games, like for real. Because that put a, like I said, I put a dent in everybody's life that, that he's touched for sure. I mean, me personally, he's just numb to it. Like it doesn't seem real. My focus wasn't even on the game, really. It's like my kids called me and told me he passed away. I let that sink in. Um, like you said, it was a lot of emotions. Um, it was really hard at the beginning, um, especially like during the tribute stuff, like the eight seconds and the twenty-four, just you know, holding back emotions and you know, it's it's something that everybody knows about and something that's undeniable of, of how great of a person and player he was, you know, and so it's just one of those things where it's hard, you know. So, um, I mean, for sure. I mean, when I was in high school, I was kind of going through a phase of where I was just trying to, you know, be the best player I could be. And, you know, um, I was at Nike Skills Academy and he came and he talked to a lot of the guys that were like top ranked players and stuff. And he just told us a story about how he was in high school and how like he, one of his teachers told him that he couldn't put all his eggs in the one basket. And he looked at her and just told her, I'm gonna put all my eggs in one basket because if I put all my eggs in one basket, there's no way I can't succeed. There's no way I do everything I can to get to where I wanna be and not succeed. It doesn't make sense. If at that point, if I don't make it, then that means I didn't put all my eggs into the basket like I said I did. And so from there, that stuck with me just because I was going through a rough time with basketball, just, you know, in high school, you know, rankings and, you know, I'm from Vegas. There's not a whole lot of publicity and, you know, just a lot of stuff like that. So that definitely stuck with me and just gave me motivation to keep on trying and to never give up on my dreams and just to give 110 for basketball. So I thank him. It was hard. I mean, I texted my mom and dad and I was just like, it's, it's hard, you know, especially just because it's right before the game, you know, like everything is just now hidden, all the emotions and so, but at the end of the day, we have a job and we have to be professional and, you know, the game waits for nobody, so.